welcome to my podcast. Um, this is For My Friends in History 2301. My name is Sydney. Um, I thought about doing a little bit of an introduction at first. My name is Sydney. Um, I'm 19. I'm from Jonesboro, which is like two hours away. Um, I have a cat named Phoebe. I have two jobs, one at a bookstore and one at a thrift store. Um, I love to read, and I love music. I'm a history major, and I have a teaching and learning minor. And I absolutely love history, and I'm such such a geek, especially for early American history. Um, today, my topic is going to be Native Americans. Um, I wanted to start this podcast off on more of a serious note, um, specifically because I was never really taught about Native Americans in high school. Um, from Jones, I'm from Jonesboro, and I went to Westside High School. We were never really taught. It was a very small school, predominantly white. We were never taught about Native Americans and their impact on just especially early America and its development. Like, we were never taught about, which, if you would have asked me before we learned about the Seven Years' War in this class, I wouldn't have been able to tell you, really. I was taught that it was over the French and um, England fighting over land, which, I mean, isn't wrong, but that's all I would have said. I was never given the context of Native Americans or any of their influence during this time. I never really had an introduction to Native Americans until last semester in my World History One class with Dr. O'Hara where we learned about um, the Inca and the Aztecs in Central America. Altogether, they deserve so much more recognition than they were given, especially within education and what is being taught um, to the youths. I think the youths need to know about, about the Native Americans and how literally amazing they were. These cultures were so beyond what we have been told. They are so civilized and advanced and so detail-oriented. These people were so, like, I mentally cannot comprehend how educated these people were, specifically because they have come, they came up with their own calendar system. I simply don't understand. And they were able to like, I don't understand how you can look at this guy and determine that. Which, I mean, I guess if I Googled it, you know, I could understand with time. But these people, all they had was the sun, a handful of stars, and, like, the horizons. And were able to determine a calendar year. A very close and accurate calendar year to what we have now. They spoke well over 300 languages. And again, I could never, like, I can speak a little bit of Spanish on a good day. But it's just so impressive to me. Something I really geek out about, and I know this is a little bit later, 
or no, this is the same time, is the Cherokee syllabary. I was in a linguistics class um, my first semester of college in which I had never even been exposed to any linguistics. And so that's something we really touched on. It's, it's just incredibly interesting to me to see how they developed this written language just from what they saw. Um, these were very smart individuals. Um, you can, that's especially seen within how like their towns and cities were laid out. Um, in my opinion, another thing I can geek out about is the, which this whole podcast is just going to be me geeking out because I'm a literal nerd. Um, but how agriculture and how they're like, how they developed agriculture to make their tribes stationary is so interesting and so impactful. It's, it literally changed. It pushed the world, like their world into a whole different stage of civilization and making things so much easier for them to live every day. They did that. And them coming up with like complex societies, like us seeing that within their like hierarchy systems and like having like the concept of like elders in this in their societies is so someone that wasn't civilized and a savage could not do that and it's such a white washed perspective that just because they were over here and didn't have I don't know shoes they had shoes, but, like, ain't nothing wrong with going barefoot sometimes. Like, just because it was different, it was grounds for people to completely judge. Especially, it's just this ethnocentric view of they're different and they're not like us, so we don't like them. Another, like, major aspect of their culture was religion and how agriculture played into that religion, especially with like the three sisters, how like the importance they placed upon how food was nourishment and how appreciative they were to the earth for giving that to them. That's so interesting. And it takes a developed society and a developed human to recognize those types of like thoughts and ideas they aren't given the recognition that they deserve for especially that aspect of their daily lives again it comes down to just these this eurocentric view and these colonizing assholes yeah i wanted to add a little anecdote about um me getting into a quarrel into my education 1300 class to give you the cliffs notes, um, I got into it with a man who was arguing the fact that he believed we should keep statues up of people that have done terribly wrong things. Um, we specifically were in it about um, Christopher Columbus because I simply cannot stand that man. And his argument was that um, even if they did bad things, we still need to teach about them and um, because they still did overall do good things. 
that's kind of like the argument with Andrew Jackson and not necessarily George Washington, but George Washington. And I tried to make it clear to him that, I mean, you can teach about them, but you can't have this whitewashed American view of they did only amazing things to help the United States. They're amazing. They did, they stepped on no toes, blah, blah, blah. Um, because that's kind of the view he was going for. He was like, they still overall did amazing things for the nation. And I was like, hey, King, um, did they really? Because America was thriving pre, I mean, I know they weren't thriving specifically at this point, but pre-Europe America, pre-Columbus America was thriving and they were doing amazing by themselves. They did not need Mr. Christopher Columbus. Um, and I did want to bring up the story of us that honestly blew my mind when that was shown in class because that is something I would have been shown in high school. It's this, I know I've already said it, but this Eurocentric view. And it's, it's something that I have never noticed until being in this class. It's, I have never understood the grip that not acknowledging our past as a nation, I have never understood that better than understanding and reading into Native Americans. Um, for my research class, when I was going to start doing Native Americans, um, I had to locate a bunch of primary sources. And there was one that specifically stood out to me that I wanted to bring up um, for this podcast. And it was um, the 1736 census of Indian tribes in Wisconsin. I found this on the Wisconsin Historical Society, their page. Um, and it's just absolutely... I, I did I never realized how blatantly racist and disgusting they would describe these Native Americans. Um, specifically, there was one part. Um, I'll just read it. These are wandering savages who have no knowledge either of the order or form of villages and evidence of the least intellect. They inhabit the mountains and lakes in the interior from Three Rivers to Lake Superior. There are more, um, I literally, did you know I can't read actually? Um, basically he's saying that their armor is unknown if they have any. They're like the amount of like people they have to fight the warriors. Um, which this whole document is actually just this person sizing up all of the tribes within this area and basically is just showing them first of all is using words like savages and calling them stupid over and over again but he's basically just getting ready in case they need to take this land he's like 
oh yeah, we could probably take their land if we wanted to, or their land, but not this one because they have a bunch of crazy warrior savages who will probably slit our throats and blah, 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 blah. It's just amazing to me how stuff like this can exist and just it's not talked about, especially in high school. It's just, I don't know, it's more disappointing than anything. But especially it's made me read into a lot of um, Native Americans today. And there's specifically a magazine that I've been following because recently we had Columbus Day. I've been trying to become more informed over just what Native Americans feel now. And you know what? I... <laughs> Some of my favorite memes came out of this. Um, my favorite one right now is... It just says, throw every Christopher Columbus statue in the ocean and let that dizzy bitch think he discovered Atlantis. But the magazine have... Sorry, that was a little... <laughs> that was a little out of pocket, but... Uh, the magazine I've been following is called Landback. And it's really, really interesting... Uh, this past Columbus Day, they did a bunch of quotes from Native Americans, and it just says, In the spirit of Indigenous Peoples Day, we've included keystone quotes from the stories inside of the magazine. It's very, very, very interesting, and I very, very, very highly recommend. And that's all I have uh, set aside to talk about today. Um, I do, I've decided I want to do a sponsor for every podcast, even though, you know, obviously I'm not actually being sponsored. Um, because I'm sick, today's sponsor is going to be Theraflu, specifically the nighttime kind. Um, I recently have also bought an electric blanket, and so I just take a, I just drink one of those little Theraflu packets, wrap up in my electric blanket, and oh my gosh, I'm set in stone. Like, I'm asleep in two minutes. It's amazing. But that's all I have to talk on today.